cut this out of the podcast, but I would rather die. (laughs) That's fair. We're not going to put that in there, though. We'll cut all that. (laughs) Recording, bitches. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our thoughtfully chaotic podcast of Boundless Conversations. I'm June. And I'm Shelby. And we are, are on, on the, the same, same page. page. I think that was good. <laughs> it was half. <laughs> I don't know. Good enough. What's I going feel like on you over went there? really slow. Oh. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> they get what they get. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm comfy cozy. And my little robe. Yeah. Tell us, tell the listeners what we're wearing. So we're breaking our, yes, it was my idea. So usually we record on Sundays, which is usually my like get shit done days. Um, And Saturdays, at least in the morning are like my comfy cozy times where I make myself breakfast and you know, just chill, and we decided to record on a Saturday today, and I suggested, why don't we wear robes and be comfy cozy during our recording sesh today? Yes. So, yeah, we're both in nice little comfy robes. Um, I'm naked underneath, and June is not. <laughs> I'm not naked, so I'll, I can flash, but watch I, out for I, her over there. Yeah. <laughs> She's already tried to show me the goods at least eight times, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Unintentionally, but. <laughs> or was it? Ooh. Well, what is your robe like? How? What, uh, describe it for our audio listeners. So mine is definitely like an oversized type robe. And it's like one of those like really fluffy, fuzzy, velvety, comfy. It's like a giant fleece blanket almost. Not fleece. Yeah. I don't know. But, but softer than fleece. Yeah. Um, and it's like a deep red. I feel like it looks good, but it's so comfortable. It's giving me Christmas vibes. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's warm and red. And I'm in Florida. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, tell me about your robe. Oh yeah. It's a, um, it was a gift from Nathan, Mm -hmm. I think for my birthday last year. Um, he didn't have any gift ideas for me and he was like i'm gonna get you a robe like he kind of told me in advance (laughs) because he wanted my input because he knew i'm a picky bitch and i would probably want to say and he was correct i would he just knows you that well he knows me that well um i actually picked out two which is why i had options for what i could wear today but this one is my cozy like it's a blue flannel so it's kind of lightweight so i don't get really hot but it's soft and like cozy it looks cozy so yeah but what's um going on in your world what's your bad um please hold well we can say this is our like longest gap in recording oh yeah yeah it is so we took a week off because i went on vacation um so we recorded the two in one day um so we had something to put out for episode six Seven. seven sorry seven and so, yeah, it's been a couple weeks since we've recorded. That's my bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were so in withdrawal. Long. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, really? I don't I don't have a bad at this week. Um, I love that. 
I love that for myself too. It feels wrong. <laughs> or does it feel right? And that feels wrong. Yes. Because yes. you're so not used to it. <laughs> yes. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I feel like I have to, like, try to come up with something. Well, good. Yeah. So. What's your good then? Um, so I would say, like, my trip overall was, like, a good. Um, obviously, just getting away. We went to Universal. So um, next to Disney, that's my other happy place um, because of Harry Potter um, and the dinos. But, uh. So we had a blast. Yeah, it was just a good time. Good vibes. My other good, and I've been like dying to tell you this, but I wanted to wait. So my mom told me two days ago, she's coming to visit me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, For Christmas. Um, She's coming a couple days before Christmas and leaving the day after. So. That's so nice. Yes. Um, and I hope she hears this. Uh, it's only been, <laughs> how long have I lived here? Mm, Almost four years, four, three years. No, it's been four years. It's been, Remember? On August 1st, we established yes. it had been four years. And she hasn't come to visit me one time, so I'm happy she's finally coming. My, She's coming with my stepdad, so um, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be so nice to have like family here on the holiday for Christmas. Cause that's the, like, I think when I realized the most, like I'm not around anymore, like around mm-hmm. home is when the holidays come and I'm not around them. So that's fair. Yeah. So, so that's exciting. so nice. Ugh. So your turn, madame, my lady, um, what's your bad? My bad. Get is, it out of the way. My bad is that Nathan has left me. For the weekend, temporarily, I guess I should say. Indefinitely, <laughs> um, she said earlier. <laughs> it, it feels that way. But, so dramatic. Um, he's left me for the weekend. He's with his fam for like a fishing trip. So like, I don't need to be a part of that. <laughs> and that's for the best. Fair. It's Fair. like a weekend long fishing trip. Like, I. it sounds fun when they're doing well, but any other time I'd rather die. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, so that's my bad. Cause like when he left last night, it was sad and you know, obviously I miss him already, but, um, but we're also very independent anyway. Um, mm-hmm. like even on the regular, like we do a lot on our own. So it's not like, that big of a deal for me and i also value and enjoy my free time or like my alone time but um definitely yeah but it just sucks that like you know the whole weekend i'm alone and but i'm gonna like see people tomorrow and um i got my pups so as you all know i'm sure i'll by now (laughs) (laughs) um but it's better too that like this is probably the first time like I've stayed here alone, like, since we've lived in our house. Oh, I bet that's weird. Well, it's better than when I didn't, like, when we were at, like, our rentals, because I didn't, we were never happy in our rentals. Like, we lived in, like, complete shitters because they Mm -hmm. were cheap, and we were saving to buy a house, and it always sucked. And so now, like, that I feel like I'm actually in my home, it actually feels better, like, with him being gone. As in, like, when he was gone and I didn't even join right. my home. <laughs> um, right. And I also feel very safe here. Like I, ever since college, because Muncie was sketch as hell, 
um yeah. ball state um people you know you know or you know mm-hmm. um i have a like fear of like home invasions um that is one of my biggest fears yes dude so getting dogs always helped like helped with that immediately but now that i'm like alone too i think i normally would have been a little bit like skeeved out but i don't feel that way here at all yeah um, so that's good yeah but um yeah that's like a really big true fear of mine i would say and this is something like i've wanted to talk about on the podcast but just like as a um a turbo turbo take take, a turbo take um (laughs) (laughs) yeah like my home getting broken into and like something physically happening to me is like one of my biggest fears aside from like the ocean which i feel like priorities but that's yeah that's my turbo take (laughs) (laughs) we can talk more about it another time (laughs) we will get back uh bookmark that for later but (laughs) yeah um yeah so i don't have that now but and i got this big scary dog right next to me that his bark scary his bark and his bite will uh do some damage so (laughs) um so i'm not too worried about it but my good um aside from us finally recording because i was dying that's why we moved it up to saturday because <laughs> we couldn't yes. <laughs> is that today is my one year anniversary at my Yay! business of starting my business yeah so that i actually made a slate to record because i was trying to like be sappy about it <laughs> she's Enjoy a sap it. yeah but, um, so yeah, one year of running my own business and pff, everything that's fucking gone on since then, which is just chaos, but <laughs> all for the best, so. Yes, yes. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. But, yeah. And so, I'm well, work- does that, like, mean anything, like, like, exciting for your one year at your job? Or, like, well, I mean. I made a lot more money than I would have ever thought as in like the business. I don't, there is like, I don't know why people are stupid about service workers, like how the public views them. Don't even get me started. (sighs) But continue, but like service providers, not just the beauty industry, but like anybody whose job is like, you go to them, you have a service done and then you leave People think that they just pocket all that money. No. Like, we're running a business. Like, just like any other business, there are costs. Um, There's operating costs. There's fucking taxes. Um, (laughs) There's insurance. Like, for me, the product cost alone is, like, at least 30% of my business. So, no. I'm never just, like, pocketing it all. Um, But, like... I haven't actually totaled it all up, but what I think the number is of, like, my one year, like, how much I earned my first fucking year in business was definitely more than I thought it was going to be. So, um, that's Get good. that money. Get that bag. Get that bread. <laughs> <laughs> first get that business. banana bread. Oh. Yeah. Now I want some. <laughs> I made <laughs> listeners banana bread this morning, and, um, it was, like, the first thing I did, which is stupid, but... <laughs> At like was, seven this morning. It was not seven. I think it was like nine. <laughs> it wasn't that early. <laughs> no. I'm just saying I'm not going to be making banana bread <laughs> anytime before noon. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I wanted it for breakfast. So. 
But anyway, sorry. I don't know anyway, where I, was up. I think sorry. I was done. I feel like I said all I needed to say. Oh, okay, but um, but yeah, that's my good. So I'm happy, and I've been soaking it in. And yeah, I don't know. As you should celebrate those wins, baby. Boop 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 boop. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. Anyway, my coffee's hitting. <laughs> Finally, no. <laughs> we saw a I nip mean... slip. What? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Pay me money. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, guys, take the hint. <laughs> okay, what do we want to talk um, about first? We finally organize our thoughts a little bit. <laughs> As if we sit each other two two topics we want to talk about each and and no other context <laughs> or timing or anything. So. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did want to say before we start that. Uh, oh, t- I, I'll bring up my thing. Okay, now. I was just going to say that. And then there's another thing. <laughs> okay, okay. So <laughs> I have so many thoughts. I literally am like <laughs> from my coffee. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so remember in episode one, two, three, one four, of five, those two, how we were ta- <laughs> how we were talking about people with the same names or whatever, and how like you have two Shelbys in your life, and then we episode two we got on this episode two. Talked about the Taylor Lautner's. Yeah. You know how I gave you the dumb answer of like, oh, there's like two mics in my life, but they're not even in the same friend group. <laughs> Honestly, because I, that's all I could think of. I think we cut that. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so I gave a stupid answer, okay? When I had the perfect example. <laughs> oh, it's not your friend. Because I'm a fucking idiot. Is it the Maddie's? Yes, I have two, like, very close friends named Maddie. Yes. Not only that, they're both Madeline. I call one Maddie and one Madeline to keep it straight in my own brain. But they're both Madeline, and they have the same middle name. That's Madeline Elise. I have two Madeline Elises in my life, and I didn't think about that. And neither of those are common names. Right. That's weird. Talking about, or June asked if you have anybody close in your life that has the same one, and they say... And they were like, Shelby, I have two mics in my life. And then, and Asterix literally has two friends named Madeline, at least. <laughs> I'm like, idiot. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, you so, weren't prepared, even though I complain about that. All- well, okay. So you call them Maddie and Madeline. Yeah. So my version of that is Shelby, my sister, and Shelby Jones. <laughs> and Just like. Wait- Call me, like, Shelbs or something. <laughs> That's weird. Don't do that. Yeah. It needs to be something that happens, like, organically, and that just has never happened. I, I thought Call I me told... that bitch. I mean, essentially, but... <laughs> you Yeah, you're known as my one friend or Shelby Jones to people in my life. But I don't like that. So, well, I don't. Or I don't mind the one friend thing. I do like that. I actually feel very honored. But <laughs> makes me sound like I don't a like loser. Shelby Jones. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, I don't that's like lame. it. I sometimes I don't know who has said this to, but I was like, I should call her Shelby J. Like that's kind of fun. I like that. Yeah. Um, but then I never did it. Like it, it just didn't stick <laughs> in my brain that way. And it's not like I'm saying it that often. Like, um, because now to Nathan, because we're talking so much more, I've been. S- not saying Shelby Jones as often. I'll say Thank Shelby, God. and then he has to ask, "Who are you talking about?" <laughs> and that's annoying. But <laughs> you know what, Nathan, use your context clues and oh, he does get your do shit that. together. He does do that. Um, 
Um, so yeah, so I wanted to bring that up. I'm glad. What was the other thing? Oh, also, quick little, I guess, Turbo another... Oh, whoa. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> I wouldn't say Turbo Take necessarily. It's like, it is quick, but it's like a callback to another episode again. Okay. When we talked about my pasta salad. Yes. So I am hanging out with Madeline later. And we're doing like a little cookout or whatever. And she said, ever since you're, I listened to your <gasps> podcast, I've been craving your pasta salad. So can you bring uh, it tonight? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I absolutely can. Now I'm upset. <laughs> I want some. Well, I want some banana bread. So when you come and see me for New Year's, whoa, I'll make you pasta salad. You can make me banana bread. We're manifesting that, guys. <laughs> we're trying. <laughs> Putting it out in the universe. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, let's let's explain our turbo takes now that we've said it twice. Yeah. Um, so June came up with the idea of doing like very like what'd you call like a hot first? take, fast take, like yeah. like what's your <laughs> <laughs> she'll be so well. she'll be lucky if I cut that. <laughs> you don't well, have to. We'll see. Oh <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, so yeah, turbo take slash hot take, fast take, whatever you want to call it. But like, what's our thoughts? Say them quick. Like, let's not ramble. Let's get to the point. Um, Which we ramble a lot. Yes. It's so. my natural state. It's my, <laughs> it's who I am as a person. Um, guys, calm. Okay. We can play later. Oh, we can play. No, no. <laughs> no. we'll play later no <laughs> also i told june she like wanted to kick the dogs out um because they are in quotes disruptive and i told her i think it's funny i think it has now become a staple and you guys let us know yeah do you, you guys... like the dog content or no or are you going and to if you say no listening. you're dead to us <laughs> Are you going to stop listening because of the interruptions of dog audio um, in our audio podcast? Or is it fun? Because, I mean, that's fun with me. I think it's a blast. I, I'm biased, so like I don't know what normal people think. <laughs> I just <laughs> think, like, it's never, like, takes up a lot of time. And I think it's just, like, a funny, like, little, like interruption like but not in a bad way and i think it's funny it brings me joy and entertainment so even if it doesn't bring the listeners joy and entertainment it brings me joy and entertainment just like cut so, ahead just like skip ahead if you hate it skip yeah ahead, like, like you can seconds. probably hit that like 15 second button and it'll be over yeah but also like if you don't like it you're dead to me at least because i love them well, I appreciate that. And you need to love them as well. <laughs> I appreciate my, uh, she's starting my dog fan club over there. <laughs> For Lady and Light. <laughs> um, I am being chaotic today. Um, yeah. So. I love it. I'm at, I think, I think I'm loving it because I'm always that way. So it's like, okay, I'm feeling it. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, back to the turbo take thing. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so Turbo Takes. Um, so Turbo Take for today is, should I announce it? Do you want to announce it? You you go. You do uh, it. I guess it was my idea for us it to talk about idea. it. It was your idea. So Shelby introduced to me several weeks ago her Friday Death. What is Friday Death, you ask? 
Um, that's a great question. Um, I didn't know. Now it is vocabulary. It's in our vocabulary what that is. Um, Nathan heard us talking about Friday Death yesterday on Friday. And he's like, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> like, even in context, the way we were using it, he's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, we need to talk about Friday Death on the podcast. So tell us what Friday Death is. This is a, something she created. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Good or bad, so, I don't know. but <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, and it's catching on, I think. Um, and by that, I mean with like two people. Anyway, um, so Friday death is, I mean, literally on Fridays after my work week, I come home and I essentially die. And by that, I don't mean like, oh, I feel like, like how some people are like, oh my God, it's the end of my week and I feel dead because I'm exhausted or whatever. No, I mean, I literally pass away. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will come home and typically... On my couch, because we have bomb-ass couches that are the perfect nap couches, I will fall asleep. And you're like, oh, but Shelby, that's just a nap. And I'm going to tell you, no, I literally am in a hard, deep-ass sleep. I described it to Nathan as comatose. Yes, yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Because I will be in a deep, hard sleep for hours. I don't mean one or two. I mean, like, what, two weeks ago? It w- or no, because I was on vacation. The week before that was, like, what, four, almost five hours or something? And I literally voice memoed you back and was like, sorry, I literally died. She comes out of, like, it literally sounds like she's waking from a full night of sleep. Like, when she yeah. messaged me, messages me back. And when now I know, usually whenever she doesn't respond back to me for a while, it's because of, like, a death. Yeah. Within her. It, it like, <laughs> within it's not soul. always on Friday. So now it's like, sometimes there's other days. <laughs> but like Friday is like the biggest death for sure. And I think that is just because like my work week, I can finally like, I know I don't have to get ready for the next day. So my body's like, okay, bitch, bet. And it dies. So Friday death is just something that happens. Like to where June yesterday, she sent me a voice memo and it was like the first one of hers for the day and she was like oh well i'm like messaging you this but you're probably in friday death right now (laughs) i was like so get back to me when you can i was like this is probably worst possible timing it's friday death (laughs) right right um so it's just something that happens literally almost every friday and friday death took over at like eight or something was it and i slept until this morning yeah Oh. It might have been like nine, maybe. Wait, I don't so know. Then but was Friday death like you were already in your bed? Or so you felt it did on start on the couch and Dylan's been sick. R.A.P. Um <laughs> he's alive. But <laughs> his soul is also not alive. <laughs> That's fair. With a fever? Yeah, no, it's it's gone. <laughs> uh, and so I think he kind of was like, I was falling asleep. Friday death was trying to take over. It did for like maybe only a little bit. And then Dylan brought me back and was like, oh, he revived her. (laughs) Yes. He was like, do you just want to watch this in our room? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I did stay awake for a little bit once we got in there because I got up and moving. But sure enough, 
It came for her. It got me. <laughs> Death <Yeah>. came. <laughs> <laughs> it always does. <laughs> it always does. I can't escape. Um, so, yeah. That's Friday Death. Well, Do you experience Friday Death? Uh, June or the listeners? Do you so ever? So, that's... Hmm. Since you post it like that, that's interesting. Um, maybe this isn't going to be a turbo take. This is going to turn into a random, <laughs> a regular topic. <laughs> um, I shouldn't have asked. I guess to summarize <laughs> it quickly, I used to somewhat identify with like a death type slumber. Um, like in my in my youth. Um, as I've gotten older, my sleep has progressively gotten worse. So now I wouldn't really, but. I think your Friday death, this is my turbo take about your turbo. (laughs) My Friday death. Yes. Is that, like, why do I feel like you have narcolepsy? Is that where you just fall asleep randomly? Yes. And the only reason I know about narcolepsy is because I think my dad has it. And I wouldn't be surprised if a doctor told me I have it to some degree. But so, it can be like but totally isn't that when you can fall asleep when like you're driving? That's stuff? I think or if is it's it really different? Severe. Okay, that's like I might. Right, 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 right. Because if you like can't like get out of it, or like you fall asleep like quickly and like deeply, like well, okay, here's a statement. Tell me if you identify with this statement. I can fall asleep sitting up. Oh yeah, I can fall asleep watching something i love and am and yes. am entertained by yes uh i have a friday death <laughs> absolutely i think those Weekly. are the three the three qualifying criteria for narcolepsy because yeah i do like i mean i like you know like usually people are like oh i'm getting sleepy i'm just gonna like go ahead and take a nap. no i literally will out of nowhere four hours later i'm like <laughs> what happened <laughs> I fucking fell asleep. Like, I don't feel sleepy. I mean, I always feel sleepy because I'm a sleepy gal. That's just who I am. But, like, I never, like, if I'm, like, laying on my couch, because I'm always laying, I'm never sitting up because who does that? Um, (laughs) Weird. Um, But I'm, like, laying down, and it's not like, oh, my eyes are getting heavy. My eyes shut, and I'm dead. You just made me realize why I never lay down. When I'm like just on my couch. Because you fall asleep. I would fall asleep every time. And Nathan. Maybe I should stop laying down. My thing is like literally not working. Um, Nathan, if we're watching a movie together that we like chose to watch and like want to watch. If he sees me start to lay down, he will literally like yell at me. <laughs> he like gets like forceful. bottle. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, no. get up. <laughs> Get up! Take that blanket off! Get up! I still love to do that to me, but he, like, won't. He's like, well, if you're about to fall asleep, you clearly need it. And I'm like, no, I don't. I sleep so much. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, you might have narcolepsy, hot take, turbo take, turbo talk, turbo, what do we call it? Turbo, turbo take. Turbo take. I got a turbo tax earlier. Fuck that guy. Oh, my... I don't think that's how that worked. Uh, <laughs> Man, our Saturday recording is chaotic. Maybe we need to do this more often. Yeah, we need some, some I don't know, this Saturday energy in our lives. Okay, do you want to talk about the ultimatum? Yes, I do. Is that the word? 
Yeah, it is. Is that the name <laughs> of the show we're referring to? Yes, it I is. I know it's the name, but for some reason, the way you said it or what you said Uh-oh. made me feel like that wasn't really a uh, word. What maybe was that I... word I couldn't know the other day? <laughs> oh, speculate? I don't remember. Spec- what did I say? You were like, I don't know. you had mixed up the like, let's see, there's spec, there's a P, there's a C, there's an L. Like, it was the consonants. <laughs> you had like switched speculate. them around. Like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, wow. anyway, yes, let's talk about the ultimatum. Okay, guys, so for the next X amount of time, we're going to talk about the show on Netflix, The Ultimatum. Have you heard of it? If you haven't, figure it out. It is a, um, it is one of Netflix's, like, love reality shows. Um, I got started with the love reality shows on Netflix, um, with Love is Blind during literal start of like COVID. I remember that before the world shut down, um, like in March, 2020 is when I think the first season of Love is Blind came out or maybe it was the right The only after- good season. Hot take. Ooh, okay. We'll get back to that. But, um, whenever we talk about Love is Blind in the future. So I only watched it because I was like home because the world shut down and I had never had that amount of free time before, but, um, got obsessed. Now I watch all of the Netflix love shows. At least I've dabbled in all of them, but the ultimatum is one of the newer ones. This is the second like OG season, third overall season because there was a the queer queer love queer love i think think yeah that's what they called it um i kept calling it queer edition at work and i realized it was not called that (laughs) is that me that can't be me the queer edition i don't think so (laughs) I i didn't mean it mean anyway so i told shelby that she had to get caught up um did you finish it um, I was currently watching it right before we did this. Let me look right quick to see what episode I'm on. Oh my gosh, do so I have to worry about spoilers? Um, yeah, probably. Oh my gosh. Well, then I'll have to pull it up and look. Yeah, because I definitely don't know, like, the answers or whatever. Okay. Or the, like, like the, final. the choices. Yeah. Uh, um, no. Well, maybe we should wait I'm to sorry, talk about I it. tried. Should we wait? I'm on episode eight out of ten. Well, so I'm on the second to last episode. So Should I just watch nine really me. quick? <laughs> <laughs> just like fast forward. <laughs> just just, just like skip through. <laughs> well, I I think you have enough knowledge to talk about who just I want to talk me about. Who ends up together? Yeah, or like what they say. Yeah. Okay, so for listeners, the way this show goes, so couples- It's wild. It is fucking wild. When I've described this show to people, like clients at work who haven't seen it, they're like, what? And I'm like, dude, I know, right? (laughs) So this show, couples join the show together. Like they apply for the show as a couple. Like they chose to do this. Yes. Like that is the wild part to me. They chose to do this. Yes. And usually it's like longer term, like at least two to like sometimes like 10 years are like these couples have been this together. Year seven. Yeah. So the yeah. they come on the show. They're together on the show for like one day. They break up. Like you are single. That's how it's supposed to be viewed. That yeah, you are officially broken up from this person that you came on the show with. They then separate and date all of the other singles that are now single who've joined the show and together as couples originally. There's it, like, how many are there? How many couples? I mean, maybe like five. I think four, it's five. Five. Because one didn't continue on this season and then there were four left. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think there's usually around five. 
so yeah, they date each other for like a week. They all then get to choose who they want to do a trial marriage with for three weeks, which is like living together, like acting like in the same apartment. They work together. They like this is like or they do their jobs. (laughs) Yeah, and that that was just like with somebody long term. Oh wait, we're missing crucial information. They break up because one of the people in the couple has issued an ultimatum to the other one. So, like, they like want to get married. you need to marry me or I'm gone. Yes. Like, you need to propose or I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. And the other person, therefore, like, usually doesn't even want to get married or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they come on the show to figure out if they are going to get engaged at the end of it. And so, yeah, they go on the trial marriage. They do that for, like, three weeks. Sometimes they will develop feelings for each other in these, like, new trial marriages. Then they break up with that person, go back to the original partner who they came on the show with, who now potentially, like, has feelings for someone else or, like, has done a bunch of... They've changed in this time frame. Like, yeah. Yes. And then at the end, they have to decide after that trial marriage with their original partner, if they are going to get engaged. Well, they have three options. Well, yeah. They can either be with the, like, basically propose to the person that they came with. They can leave with the person they did the trial marriage with, like, if those feelings were there. Or they can choose to leave completely alone because they were like, like, fuck, I got to figure myself out. Yes. Which really, Um, they all should probably be doing. (laughs) If you're on this show, you should definitely just leave on your own and, <laughs> and do figure some, it out. Do some inner work. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. some inner and uh, outer work. So it's just wild to me that like they chose to go on this rather than the person. So like my so my quick hot take on this is my turbo take is the person who issued the ultimatum is willing to go on this show. They're knowing that the other person is going to be living and dating and essentially like being married, married to to another person, and then they get upset when that person like is like, "Oh, I kind of caught feelings, or I have been working on myself, and I don't know if this is it." Like, it, mm-hmm. they get upset, and it's like you chose to come here, right? I don't know. It's wild. It's wild. So it's very entertaining. Um, it is. Oh yeah. So what's the guy that I wanted to talk about's name? I I like how we both forgot. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> like I see his face in my right. brain. He James? was James? No, Alex. Alex. Ugh, lame. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to all the Alexes. <laughs> I actually don't mind the name Alex. I just really don't like that guy. But um, I hate that guy. What I don't want to give my take yet, because you're still the one watching. So you tell me your thoughts first on this guy. Um I think he's a twat. Um, it's just the way he like carries himself, I think is very, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? What does chauvinistic mean? I'm going to look up the def. Defi- that, that's <laughs> short for definition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dis- I want to make sure I use it correctly. Chauvinistic. Displaying excessive or prejudiced support for one's own cause or group. In particular, showing male prejudice against women. Boom. I would say yes. I would say he does carry himself in a very, not like 
obvious chauvinistic way, but the way he like talks to Kat, the one he went in with, um, the one who issued the ultimatum. So he did not issue it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the girl, he and I don't want to say names in case. Yeah, we won't spoil it then. Yeah. The girl he did the trial run with, I just feel the way he like talked to them, I did not like. And by that, I mean, he was very condescending to Kat all the time and about like her wants and what she thinks. And at first with the um, girl he did the trial marriage with, I feel he was claiming he wanted like that boss bitch energy but couldn't handle it, and then he uh, threw it all on her. Because not only couldn't handle it, couldn't match it. Couldn't match it. And then it. was and lying he, yes. to pretend he could match it. Yes. Just had to, yeah. just had to stop you right there, because I have heated, I'm happy you did. heated feelings about it. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, and like, because that was his like whole thing was, well, I'm a working man, and I, you know, have all these ambitions, and I want to do all these things, which also... He was very contradicting in what he would say and how he acted. Well. And vice versa. Do you know what I think that means he is? What? A liar. Yes. Yeah. That's I how I would summarize. And on like national TV. Come on. Well, okay. So here's my take of this okay. guy. Now that I've heard your take and I haven't, I have not told her my take. So it was fun to hear what how she's describing him in like the similarities what we both notice you just like haven't used the term i'm using in my brain so backstory and i'm not gonna like go into detail about this because of protecting the person in my life who this like was revolving around but i have now had an experience like in my like in real life with an actual narcissist and now can you tell me who it is i can tell you so okay pause um and okay. pause so i've had an experience with an actual narcissist i didn't know that obviously before i was around this person nathan and i came to that thought that this person was a narcissist together after probably two or three hours of us piecing together all of the things we had noticed about this person and how they were treating their partner and us. And so it wasn't just like a willy nilly, like we're going to label him that it was like, we were just processing what we experienced and like he ticks all the boxes. So narcissist is a good word. Well, and this could lead into a whole other tangent I have where I don't like how the internet has turned like actual disorders into like personality traits. So like, that's why I wanted to clarify actual narcissist, not someone who acts narcissistic. Like those are different. Exactly. Yeah. Those are completely different. Anybody can act or have some narcissistic traits that doesn't mean you're a narcissist with a narcissistic yeah. personality disorder. So I agree. when I say narcissist, I mean narcissistic personality disorder. But to, to, to paraphrase. <laughs> um, so now that I've been around someone who is like, like that, which I had never been before, it has like opened my eyes to that in other people. Okay. And I would bet 
money that that fucking guy is an actual narcissist. <laughs> and you literally, you said chauvinistic, like, and the way he like basically like was demeaning to Kat and I think to women and gen- to really anybody that was not himself. Yeah. 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 Like how he was acting toward Antonio. Yes. He literally the said girl he that was he like, ended up with. yeah. Um, oh my god, he said some shitty sh- stuff to him. I don't even remember yeah. how that was. And they were all lies. Yeah. Like they bring it up multiple times toward the end of how he just kept lying about what what the girl he ended up with was saying about her her ex mm-hmm. or the one who brought her here. But just like saying all these lies about what she was saying about him and all this stuff and da da. da. So like he's also a pathological liar. Well, so that's where to make himself look better. So that was when the show started letting us in on his lies because we weren't seeing mm-hmm. that what he was saying were lies at first. I feel like right that was when they started letting us in on that. And I started seeing him completely different because I actually had a theory about him before that like that wasn't also like disorder thing because I'm an mm. armchair psychologist apparently so <laughs> a psychiatrist <laughs> but once they started showing that he was lying all the time I was like never mind here's my new theory and then every single mm-hmm. thing I learned after that pointed to that in my opinion but he was also always like how his trial marriage partner no not also the trial marriage ex partner um yeah Antonio yeah well no Antonio oh oh, oh, gave it away I guess but (laughs) um whatever he was the one at the meeting when it was like all the guys and he's like no say what you actually mean he was asking him to elaborate because the whole time he would talk Alex he would be evasive He's not giving like a lot around of- the bush. He would never give a full answer, which is something Kat, his original partner said in their initial interviews. Mm-hmm. And you could see it when they had their one day or one night together before they broke up that she would ask him point blank questions. And he'd be like, Oh yeah. I mean, you know how I feel like, like he would never like give a straight up answer. Which I think is part of someone who is a liar and lies all the time. They're evasive like that because they're trying to keep straight. Like, they can't keep straight all the lies they've told. No. And um, so I think that's just part of it. And that was one of the first signs that I was like, oh, he's a liar. He's lying all the time. And yeah. then, yeah, they, oh, gosh, it only went on from there. But yeah, he, ugh, ugh, I don't like him. He gives me bad vibes. Yeah. And, and I hope. Cat doesn't, I mean, I haven't seen it. So I hope Cat freaking says sayonara, goodbye. I don't need you in my life. But I think like she did a lot of interpersonal work and I feel like she's definitely trying to find her voice more. And so I hope she can like look at him and be like, fuck you. Well, and unfortunately, I do feel like what can be a telltale, I want to word this delicately, obviously, because like this is... This revolves around actual people and like this yeah. type of relationship happens in real life. And I know people who've been in relationships like this. So I think a telltale sign of someone who's with a narcissist is that like very closed off, very like insecure, very like they don't want to speak up. Yeah. And that's like totally what she was doing. Like she had yeah. like no personality. She didn't ever speak up for herself she like she just was like a shell 
Yeah. And she got better by the end of the show, I feel like, mm-hmm. in that, in her work, in her work, but I just think that's I such a tell. I by herself. I would, I think, I wish that for her. <laughs> I'm going to say nothing about it, but <laughs> obviously, like, that's what I was wanting to before I saw the end, so. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You guys tell us your thoughts. That just, like, really got my goat, and I really needed to talk about it. Yeah. Is got your goat I'm happy we did. a saying? I've never heard that before, <laughs> and I was just gonna go go past it, but I don't know what that. Would I think be. I've heard that. I don't know. <laughs> got your goat? What'd you say? Got your goat? It got my goat. Got your goat? I've what? <laughs> tell yeah, us, I've never heard that tell before. Us more, guys, is that a thing? And is, is Alex a narcissist? <laughs> that answer is yeah. I think so. Did you have anything else you want to talk about with the ultimatum? Um, that was like one of the biggest things I want to talk about, especially because you like did bring it up to me. So that was like something I was really paying attention to, to like throughout the show. Um, as I watched it, I just think it's a wild concept and I just could never imagine doing that. And like, I, I don't care if it's an experience or an experiment or whatever. I don't, I don't want Dylan living no. with like another girl. I fuck that. I don't care if we're having issues or not, but I don't know. It's just a wild concept, which makes it like great TV. It's just crazy to me that everybody gets, like, mad about, like, what's happening in the experience when they chose to go there. Right. Um, Especially, like, the people who gave the ultimatum. I'm never on their side, usually, because, Mm -hmm. like, all the problems they're saying is in their relationship is what I've noticed, especially in this season, is, like, them, Obviously, I don't know these people, and it's reality TV, so, but, like, I just feel like, especially with, I think it's Ryan and James, like, I feel like their whole issue is because Ryan's kind of, like... Wait, what? You think their problem is her? From my perspective, partly. I'm not saying he not, doesn't bring issues. Wow. But, like, I just... Being with Dylan for almost six years, they're the couple that's been together for seven since high school. I just couldn't imagine feeling like because of the way my partner acts when I try to be vulnerable or try to bring up things that have happened in my past. I couldn't imagine being with somebody who blames me for those things and says, and I think this is almost word for word what she says, you're sometimes too much for me when you bring those things up. When did she say like that? If, it was during their like 1 a.m. fight okay. that they had after they moved back in. And he was trying to like talk to her about like his childhood traumas or whatever. But so, yes, I remember that. But wasn't like that after they were already fighting because he wasn't like opening up? I don't remember. But if you're fighting about him not being able to open up. And then he starts opening up to you and you're saying, you're being too much for me. I can't handle that. Well, but he was just kind of coming at her, I thought. Like, wasn't that when he, like, got upset that she, like, did something? Something triggered him and she was reacting. Oh, he, she was, the way she was talking or something, he was, like, flying in his face. Yeah. And it did trigger him, which, in my opinion... You can't help what triggers you. No, I agree. And maybe she, maybe the way he handled it wasn't the best way to handle it. And I totally agree with that. It, but we all handle things 
a way we shouldn't at some point. And like this whole thing is for them to talk about the issues. But like she was basically telling him like, oh, so now you're going to tell me how I can talk and can't talk. And and so like I get that. But like if and then that's when he said, well, it triggers me. He was trying to explain to her again, maybe not in the right tone or the right way. But he was basically saying like, oh, it triggers me. And then you're going to continue to get mad at him. I don't think that's fair. Especially when you were just saying how he won't open up to you and now he's trying to and your response is, well, when you try to tell me about that, it's too much for me. I'm not saying neither, like, neither of them were like right necessarily, but I do feel like if you're going to bring your partner onto this and constantly bring up the fact that he doesn't open up to you and something triggers him and he tries to tell you why and you say you're being too much for me, I think that is just shitty in my opinion so i find it very interesting that we have totally different takes of this but neither is wrong right like neither is definitely wrong everything you said i do agree with to just Mm -hmm. start however i'm looking at it completely different like from a different lens so okay my i thought throughout the show here and there, and, like, by the end, I really thought it, that them, right, James and Ryan, right? Or I don't ever know it. Ryan. Ryan. I never know how to say it. I felt like their relationship was, in certain ways, really similar to early in me and Nathan's relationship. Okay. However, the rules were a little bit flipped. I probably was James, and Nathan was Ryan. And... Okay. Or more similarly in... Just to summarize. And um, so a little bit of backstory because they were the longest couple or the longest, like they had been together the longest, which was seven years. They were like high school sweethearts. They had never been with like anybody else basically. And yet they're adults now still not like taking their relationship any further. And the holdup from the outside appears to be that the guy's not ready. James isn't ready. And she's kind of like, why, why, why? Come on, why? So, me and Nathan were together in high school, got together in high school, stayed together forever. We were expected to get married right away, which we didn't do. That's what people do in my hometown when you stay with your high school sweetheart. Gross. I hate that term. But, um, (laughs) and I was the holdup. I know, I have said my whole life that I didn't want to get married. Yada, yada. And... Mm -hmm. I said that to Nathan when we got together and he was always kind of like, okay. And like, we never, we were young enough that we didn't need to make decisions for that. But, um, right. Once it got to the point where like, we started talking about that stuff. I'm still like, yeah, no, I don't want to get married. And looking back, every thought process that made me have that, that thought process was because of like trauma and like shit that I had never like dealt with. Didn't even know maybe I needed to deal with. And so the, I see a lot of my, a past version of myself in James where like mm-hmm. he's stuck and he needs to start like dealing with this. And he, I think in his specific case, like he's never opened up to her and now he doesn't know how to do that. And she's like, would you just open up to me and doesn't even know what's under the surface? Cause he's never let it show. 
And so then, like, I think that's why they went on the show. Because, like, he needed to learn how to open up. And she also needed to work. Like, she needs to work on herself, too, obviously. But in that fight specifically, I kind of partially disregard a lot of what she's saying because it's a 1 a.m. fight and they're sleep deprived. And I've said some dumb right. shit in a fight and that I didn't maybe mean that way. And I don't think she meant it that way. I I feel like she wants him to open up, but like he wasn't going about it in the right way. And she's already feeling attacked for like him. We didn't see that part. I don't feel like whenever she triggered him, but I'm assuming he may might have reacted strongly to her triggering him, and that's gonna upset her because she doesn't know why. Like she's getting attacked, and so I right. That's why I kind of looked at that like differently. But I don't know. Did I summarize what I was trying to say? Well, like, do you have questions? <laughs> I think so. Okay, cool. I actually think you very you spoke very well about your take. Um, I guess for me. I I can understand, like, her side of it, absolutely. And like you said, neither of our takes are wrong. I think they're both correct in their own, like, way or whatever. I just, like, I, I get that, yes, it's 1 a.m. and that nobody's probably speaking in sound mind. I just feel like, one, you brought him here. But you, I feel like you can't force someone into telling you about things because it's up to them. And I think he said in that fight, like, it's it's up to me. It's not up to you to tell me what I should and shouldn't be triggered by or how I bring these things up because it's my trauma. It's my life. And I don't know how to how to talk about it. Because he, I think he almost word for word said, I've tried to bring it up to you before and you don't, like, seem like you're listening to me. I agree with all of that. I guess I chalked it up to she's young and still emo like her emotional IQ or like EQ or whatever is low. (laughs) So I was kind of like, I don't look at her as a bad person. She also needs to work too. They both they both like have shit they need to work on for sure. And like I don't know if you're gonna bring, but like if you're gonna bring somebody on this show, don't be surprised about the things that are happening. I will say, to take it back to your original statement that led us to this tangent, I think, I think, (laughs) which was like, (laughs) your bigger issue is with the person who issues the ultimatum, right? Well, I think yes to that, because if you have to issue an ultimatum to get what you want, I, I think there are exceptions to the rule, but I think the majority of the time, if there's an ultimatum happening in your relationship, you aren't meant to be together or at this time, you know, like something's not working here. Right. Um, but, but yeah, if you're like, if you're having to do that, is this even the right thing for you? Well, and I will say from personal experience, my mom issued my dad an ultimatum and look where they ended up. Divorced. <laughs> Just cause like, I feel like even after the show, even if the people who issued the ultimatum, the original couple, stay together, I I would feel like if I was issued an ultimatum, went on the show, and we ended up together, I would forever just think about the fact that you had to issue that, and you did that to me when I clearly wasn't ready, and I would just constantly think about it. Well, or vice versa. I, if I gave the ultimatum, I would constantly be like, oh, we're only together because I had to issue this ultimatum to you. I do kind of think 
the only time it's going to work out that they've stayed together is because they've each worked on shit and they've probably worked on shit as a couple because also, yeah, like the person getting the ultimatum, like feeling that pressure, like it's, it's might not be their time to figure out why they're not ready. You've now like put a, a time limit on them figuring that out when in reality maybe you guys just aren't meant to be together and this is your cue that you guys should have broken up a lot hot minute ago and if nathan had issued an ultimatum to me we would have never stayed together he never Mm -hmm. pressured me even though he wanted to get married and i didn't he never pressured me and here we are married finally. <laughs> so, uh, because I eventually got ready. I figured my shit out a little bit. But, but yeah, I mean, I would have never said yes to a proposal that had not come when I had previously been saying, like, I don't want to get married. Like, if he had just asked me and, like, put the pressure on, like, I would have just said no. But he waited right. until I was, like, ready-ish. <laughs> and <laughs> I guess Nathan's okay sometimes. I know, right? <laughs> He'll love that. He'll love hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the nicest thing I've ever said. <laughs> About him. Yeah. <laughs> About him. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh my god, it's 213. It's my birthday. Happy birthday. What do you want to talk about next? Um, let me pull up my notes. Okay, first, so first, kind of like how you did to me with the ultimatum, I kind of want to do this to you. So how do you, or what is your take on, like, the self-care hustle culture that I feel like we have now lived in since, like, COVID? Specifically, when I'm talking about, like, hustle culture, like, I feel like ever since COVID happened, because nobody was doing anything you're doing nothing so why are you not like bettering yourself in some way why are you not writing a book or doing Mm. paintings or like all this stuff and I feel like since then that is still very much a thing of well if you have any free time you should be spending it somehow bettering your life in some extra way because I do think everybody should like do self-care like you should do the things that are going to bring you zen in your life in that sense But I feel like kind of the same as the hustle culture in every free moment, you should be doing something that's going to better your life, like either. Oh, like in that self-care and that like can be considered your self-care or like it can be or just like you should be doing everything you can to do something to your body to make it better. Like every second you have, whether that's your face or working out or eating certain ways. And like, I just feel like it's such a culture nowadays rather it's the self-care side or the hustle side hmm so what's my take, take on it yeah hmm i mean i feel like i'm a i don't have like some already formed opinion so i'll just kind of like ramble for a minute but i don't vibe with the hustle culture i feel like for a split second i did but i learned that that's dumb <laughs> <laughs> so while i don't like that that's becoming like a culture or a trend I also have that to some degree like within myself but it's like unrelated to the trend where I do feel like I need to be doing something at all times and like I have like a I've called it like a toxic productivity like mindset and I know that I've known that for a while it's part of like 
my fucking brain. So, you know, we're working on it. But I do think that because I'm naturally like that, the hustle culture, the reason I kind of like joined it for a second is because you start seeing all that shit and I already feel that way. And I was unhealthy as hell at the time. So like, I didn't know that that wasn't good. And so I totally succumbed to it because I was already feeling these like toxic things within myself that they like played on. And I did feel like, I feel like that was like while I was still at my old salon where, and I hadn't like gotten my diagnoses yet. I even started down the mental health like path at all. And I had time off and I was like, I should be doing stuff with it. When I had that time on like a weekday and nothing was going on, I was like, well, I can't just sit here and watch TV. That's bad. So, mm-hmm. um, that, and then I eventually unlearned that and here we are. But um, with the self-care side of it, I definitely don't think it's healthy to be putting pressure on giving yourself self-care. I think Mm -hmm. there's an element of that going on that's kind of toxic or just unnecessary. But I do think self-care is important. I think that can be gone about, though, in totally different ways other than what the internet tells us is self-care. Like, self-care doesn't have to mean, like, going and getting massages or going and getting your nails done or paying money in some way. Self-care can mean, I lit this candle right here. Right. Or reading that book that I really enjoy or cleaning my home because I feel better when it's clean. Like it self-care can be a million things and it doesn't have to be like what we're what it's being portrayed as I think currently on the internet. Well, and I feel like the internet is just such a consumption in our lives that it's I mean, it's been said since social media has become a thing is that the comparing yourself to other people is just so prevalent. And if you don't do that, please tell me your secret because I have a very bad habit of doing that. And it just like with the hustle culture part, I guess that's the more like side of this I wanted to bring up. But when I was writing down the idea, it made me like think about the self-care side too. But Like, of the hustle side of it is, like, especially during COVID, I took the time and I started doing my graphic designs or whatever, um, if you remember. I do. And it turned something that I loved to do in my free time and for people into, well, okay, everybody's telling me I need to be, like, doing something with my life because I'm doing nothing because I did lose both my jobs or whatever, and... It's still prevalent today, like I said, and I just feel like it turned something that I love to do in my spare time, a hobby, into something that now felt like a chore or a job. And I feel like I've done that with a couple things because of this culture and because of social media constantly saying like, oh, well, if you're not doing this now, why, like, what are you waiting for? Why are you not doing this? Like, you're going to make your life so much better and you're going to have all this extra money and all this stuff to do it. And I'm like, first of all, that's if you like even have that mindset and it's that doesn't just work for everybody but also like too I feel almost guilty for not doing those things or feeling like I'm being like not I'm being left behind but like I feel like I'm behind in my life 
because it's such a thing that's in my face all the time on social media. And like, even with some of my friends who do have that mindset, which is fine if you do, I don't think it's a bad thing to have that mindset and to do those things. But seeing it everywhere and seeing it as like, this is what you should be doing. And if you're not, you're wrong. Like it's stressful. Yeah. And just feels like I'm missing out on something so I want to do it and then I try to do it and then I just get burnt out on whatever it is I'm trying to do or I hate it or you know death comes for me often it's not just Fridays and I (laughs) and so I just don't ever feel like I have the time or energy to do it but then I get all mixed about it so I will say like sometimes I feel like I'm like no you don't need to be doing that you have enough on your plate like you're fine. You didn't like doing it when you tried during COVID. So don't do it again. But then like, I still will sometimes get that inner feeling of, well, fuck, but why? Like, why not? And kind of like what you said, when I have time off or whatever, I've been better about it of like telling myself like, no, you can sit on the couch and watch your shows and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But I feel like sometimes when I'm sitting on the couch a few hours later, I'm like, wow, you really should maybe do something with yourself. See, I, I've i always been that way. So to me, it's hard to know where that plays in with how that's a trend and like a thing on the internet because mm-hmm. I've always just kind of been that way or at least in my adult life, I've always been that way. I think in regards to like the social media aspect of that, I guess really if I'm, trying to summarize my thoughts it boils down to like if you're noticing not you specifically but anybody if you're noticing that you have any negative thoughts or the same negative thoughts that are stemming from social media like time and time again i think it's time for like a break a social media break um i this year specifically have pared down my social media usage a lot And it's the best thing. Okay. It was for the best. And some of the things you were saying that you see a lot on social media, I must have figured out how to not see. Like, the algorithms have have decided I don't need to see that. You're also not on TikTok. I see it a lot on TikTok. That's That's where I mostly see it. So, So to put that out there, June doesn't have TikTok. I bring up a lot of TikTok references to her, and she doesn't know what I'm talking about. I'm old. I see a lot of this hustle culture on TikTok. Mm. Um, I think because they're, like, short, quip videos that, like, it's always like, oh, look what I'm doing. And, you know. And I know social media can be a bunch of lies, but still. Like, I, I know. In my brain, I understand what social media is, and I understand not everybody's probably having. Some people are. But I know not everybody is having the success or the perfect life that they're showing on social media. I know that. I know that in my brain. But it's still like. Well, yeah, that's what they're showing you. you So that's what you start to think is real until you logic it. And that's where like. So when TikTok started, which was like during COVID, right? Like it was right when it came out. Pretty much. Yeah, that's when it got like big. Yes. I, to be fair. I do not start trends when they start. Like, that's just a habit for me. 
it's something that I don't consciously decide. I got on TikTok way later than everybody else. Okay. So I do that. I'm the same way. I like Snapchat when it came out, I boycotted it. Yep. I was like, absolutely not. Yep. So with TikTok, I credit some of me not joining because of I'm instinctually like that. Um, Yeah. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But once I saw my friends getting on it and they were like immediately getting addicted to it, I was like, that's not good for me. I'm not going to download that. Good job on knowing yourself (laughs) enough. I I wasn't even healthy at the time, like by any means, but I knew (laughs) that that was going to go bad. (laughs) Yeah. And so I just never downloaded it. It is addictive. I just never I think they secretly put eye crack in it. Oh, there's all sorts of like sketchy, speaking of conspiracy corner, which was on our list of things to talk, not that I'm trying to switch the subject, but... I think they're sketchy as fuck shit um, with social, like all the platforms, like shit they yeah. track and, you know, the ways they use that against you. But um, yeah, I, I, I would tell anybody to get off TikTok if it, if it, <laughs> I'm not saying anyone needs to listen to me, but I right, don't think right. it's good for you. I don't think it's good for anybody. I think it's trash me to keep i don't think social media in general is good Uh, yeah i yeah and i'm not even on tiktok and i took a social media like semi like i never actually was like i'm leaving for this amount of time but i just got on it less and yeah i I only get on facebook like once every like three to four to five to six days depending on how busy i am like and i get on for like 10 minutes to tiktok all of it to all of it to all of it well and i always was until I started my own business, I didn't get on Instagram a lot because from the get, Instagram was showing me so many ads and so many like, because okay. the only thing I like about social media is that I see things about people I like and yeah. like people I actually know. Sometimes. Like you can keep up. You can keep yes. up and stay connected with the people that you maybe don't talk to on a daily basis, but you're still like. Yeah. Yes. I, I want to know what you're up to. Yeah. Right. So when Instagram, like from the get go for me, felt like I wasn't seeing that kind of content, it just made me not get on it that often. But um, yeah, I just, I think it's all kind of crap. Um, now that I get on it more for work, it does upset me. It, like, I have to do it <laughs> for work, but like. You say that often. Yeah. The I don't... amount of times I hear you, like, scream about Instagram. I hate it. I yeah. hate it. Well, to be fair, though, maybe I had an edge in this because I worked in social media right after college. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my job. It's all I fucking did all day long. From that moment on, I've never liked it. Even though I know it's a real, a realistic fucking thing that's going to stay in our lives. And to some degree, I have to embrace it and accept it and utilize yeah. it. However, I don't like it. And that's the other thing, like, that, like, this will be kind of the last thing I say about it. Maybe. We'll see. Um, <laughs> is I just hate that if you have any sort of anything, business, podcast, like, just something you want to put out there, I hate that you have to use social media to promote it. Like, I get it. That's how you're going to reach more people to do your thing. Obviously, we're doing it for this podcast. But it just, I, it infuriates me. And it doesn't infuriate me that you even have to use it. It infuriates me that you have to use it every single freaking day. Or if not, multiple times throughout the day. 
I yeah. don't want to be consumed into my phone and into social media that much. I just hate how often you are expected to do it or whatever you're trying to do flops. Yeah. It just, it just sucks that social media has to come into your life. So, or you, you don't know what's going on in the world. You don't know what's going on well, with yeah. the people in your life. You don't know, or you can't promote your own like fucking hobby, business, whatever. It just, it has to be in your life. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. Well, and that's why I literally call myself out of touch regularly. Like to clients, to <laughs> Nathan, like to myself, I am out of touch and I don't know what's going on in the world a lot of the time. But if it means that I can like get through the day without being a spaz, fantastic bitch then it's for the best (laughs) i don't even know where that came from but um (laughs) because i hate it and because i hate using it but i have to use it i think i was like Mm -hmm. subconsciously figuring out ways to do it that weren't as miserable for myself and so i came to realize that i had stopped caring about the algorithms about how often i need to post i i mean i still keep it in mind but i stopped caring So I I keep all that in mind for strategy, but I don't freak out about it. I make what I want to make because I wasn't doing that at first and it fucking sucked. And now I'm like, if this isn't what I'm supposed to- That takes all the joy out of it. Yes. So like- Caring about those things. I only now create stuff for the internet that lights me up and I'm not going to make anything else because I don't care. And it's not worth my yeah. time. And if you don't like it. And I like think it, we've agreed on that with the podcast. Yeah. Like, like I think we've talked about it and said, yeah, we're going to do what we want to do. And to be fair, to do that, you have to accept that you might not grow as fast. Yeah. But that's still worth it to me. And it's more authentic. Like I'm finding, we're, we with the podcast or me with my hair business, like finding the people that are meant for that. And I'd rather serve them anyway. And I'd rather Mm -hmm. only serve them. So like it's for the best, I guess, is the way I look at it, even though it all sucks and it's never going away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I've been doing, dealing with it for a lot longer. So I feel like I've had more time to (sighs) hate it and want to die from it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and then figure out a way to move on with it. Right. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it sucks. Cool. It overall sucks. Even if I at least like maybe limited the amount of time I'm on it, because I mean I literally want. God, this is so bad. You know, it literally, tracks your screen I, time. You can see like your. Do phone you want does. me to look right now? You can. It's on your. It's in your settings. I mean, you do you boo. I'm gonna look Maybe at it'll it. be less than you I'm thought. I'm gonna hate it. I will say, looking at this, I'm a little proud of myself, but also not. <laughs> so TikTok throughout this past week, and remember, I was on vacation for two of these times. Okay. So I wasn't able to be on it. Okay. Two of these days. Five hours on TikTok. For the week? Yeah. Okay. Here's Let's look at last week's where I had no vacation. Can I guess? It's my top mo- top used so app. So this yeah, is for ahead. the week and then just TikTok. Yeah. I'm going to say 11 hours. Whew, okay, no, it's not that high. Okay, okay, cool. Thank God. 
Uh, so for last week, it was seven hours. That's that's an hour a day if you break it down. And that's what you said before, five hours and two too days much? were. A couple of weeks ago, it was eight hours. I mean, I think it's... I think it's low for the grand public of TikTok users, but I don't think it's low for like your I, your own goals or your own thoughts or feelings or whatever. Okay, there we go. Okay, so I am proud of myself of the fact She's that <laughs> I'm proud of myself of the fact that even though TikTok this past week was my third. Right above that was Kindle. So I was reading more than okay. I was on TikTok. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, I mean. Do you use any of those, like, screen time, like, uh, limitations you can set up to, like, remind yourself to get off? I don't, but that's kind of what I was talking about when I said, um, you know, maybe I could, like, limit my time. I'm not going to say I'm going to quit TikTok. I'm not going to quit TikTok cold turkey, but yeah, maybe I should put like a, a limited screen time on my phone or something. I did that like a hot. I think I did that as soon as we watched that doc that came out like a year. Eh, it was probably like 2021. It was like the social dilemma or whatever. Oh, yeah. We watched that, like, within a couple months of it coming out. And, of course, it's, like, how bad social media is and how much they, like, track you and it sucks and get off of it. It's essentially what that doc said. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I already felt that way kind of before. It just reaffirmed things. Confirmed you. (laughs) And it did make me kind of act, like, in the moment. So I turned on my, like, screen time shit for an hour, like, limit. And that's between Facebook and Instagram, like, together. Okay. Um, and then it like tells you when you have like five minutes left or something, you can tell it to continue letting you. Cause I use it for work too. So it'll yeah. be popping up and I'm like, bitch, I'm busy. Like you're not, you're not turning <laughs> I'm off. I'm doing yet. my fucking job. Yes. But it also, I'm pretty sure it turns off the notifications once you've hit the limit too. So like oh. you won't even see notifications on your just like lock screen until the you know the next day so it's nice for that um but i did that when i wanted to limit my use and like no it didn't always work like because you can't ignore it but even if it prompts you to think about it more i think it benefits oh my notifications i turned those off too (laughs) (laughs) like i there's like a new when they set up the personal focus modes on iphone there's Mm -hmm. also like that scheduled delivery or whatever yeah, yeah. And you, like, get all your notifications, like, at once. And I, like, changed all of my social media ones to do that so that okay. it wasn't, like, prompting me all the time. Because that was part of what that move that documentary was saying, like, how often they send you the, notifi- the notifications, like, because they know you'll fucking succumb to it. It was a lot of the, like, how they trick you. So I guess that did probably help me get off of it more. Okay. Watching that. So go watch The Social Dilemma, guys, if you haven't. Um, if you're in denial and you refuse to watch it, that's okay too, but just be aware, <laughs> just as long as you can admit it, <laughs> that you're on there yeah, too much. Yeah, I or... can fully admit it, for sure, for um, sure. Because if you can admit it, it's not a problem, right? <laughs> like anything. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the first step to recovery or something um, <laughs> from your problem? Acceptance. <laughs> Is admitting <laughs> yeah. that you have a problem? <laughs> hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> 
Well, do you want to talk about your conspiracy corner? We can save it. Although, actually, it was about a little bit about social media. Maybe it's relevant. Maybe we should talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's okay. do it. So, <laughs> we had, like, briefly talked about Mandela effects in one of the other episodes, mm-hmm. and I listened to a lot of shit out there about conspiracy theories, so I'm into it, but if you guys aren't, sorry, <laughs> skip ahead. Um, and I I'm mean, into it. I feel like you can be into conspiracy theories without, like, you know, like, fully believing them. Oh, for sure. Right? Like, like, I feel know, like conspiracy theories for me... A lot of the time I don't believe in them, but I'm so intrigued by the way other people are thinking and believing in them. Well, and I've even heard that some people say, like, you know, smart people like conspiracy theories because, like, because they like to think about, like, new ideas and, like, yada, yada, yada. So I'm just going to say that I'm smart and that's (laughs) why I like them. (laughs) Leave me alone about it, okay, guys? (laughs) But... Um, so Nathan, me and Nathan had something happen on his phone and he basically, we were like, what the fuck? Like conspiracy. I mean, it's not really, it just goes to the whole, like the overall conspiracy that is literally true. Like everybody's established that they are like watching us and like listening to us through our fucking devices. That's that's just facts at this point. (laughs) It's like known, but like, it's not known to what degree right yeah yeah and obviously we would hope for our privacy's sake that they are only tracking us like through our own like through the social media app like while we utilize Mm -hmm. that and like maybe our web searches right like that's what we would hope that's what we hope and that's yeah yeah and there's so many different like perspectives out there of like oh they're watching our every single move like through our cameras or like China's watching us or you know what like there's so many different takes on how much they're watching us who's watching us and how they're getting the information yeah right yeah so with all that in mind I I made notes about this because it happened like over a week ago so let me pull that up so Nathan has been bringing up for backstory he's been bringing up to me because he doesn't get on Facebook, like, almost at all anymore. Mm-hmm. And when he gets on, he's always noticing how many, like, either suggested, like, female friends he gets. Or just female content. Or, as in female, like, it's portraying women content. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously a lot of it ends up being semi-sexual or could be taken sexually. Or has sexual visual content involved. And it's subtle, but, like, there's a theme, you know? And, like, uh-huh. that's what's pushed to him. What is Nathan looking up? Well, no. So he points it out to me because he mm-hmm. thinks it's weird. But I always joke when he brings it up, like, oh, of course they're going to push that on you. They want you to get on the app more often. You're a young male who would <laughs> like women. They, like, they know you're heterosexual. So, like, of course they're going to send you females to connect with or whatever <laughs> will keep you on the fucking app, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was doing this recently where he's scrolling through Facebook and just commenting on all the dumb shit it, it's showing him. So he's scrolling. I start, like, commenting, like, girls, boobs. Then I start noticing dogs. So then I'm like, oh, <laughs> it also knows you like dogs. Like, that tracks because you have dogs. So then he's scrolling girls, boobs, dogs. Then we notice golf is popping up like every four five now it's showing up more frequently every two to three you know whatever 
why does Facebook think you like golf? Um, because he does not ever golf. He's never golfed in his life. Like the only time he had swung a golf club was when we went to Top Golf for the first time, like a few years ago. <laughs> so after like two of three times of me commenting on the golf that was showing up, he's like, because he, I think he was starting to notice that he never normally sees golf stuff. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't give me any context of like what's going on in his brain. All he go- right. says is like, I think Facebook is getting too much info from us. And like, that's vague. So like, what do you mean? We already know they get info from us, whatever. Yeah. He pulls up his Discord app, which um, I think it, everybody knows what Discord is now, right? Like, it's usually for- I hope so. I feel like it's for gamers a lot of the time. It's anybody who wants to, to like- communicate. Yes, to communicate like through audio. Well, I mean, there's other things. Whatever. If you don't know what Discord is, look it up. But <laughs> he pulls up his Discord with his friends and- like a few hours before, one of his friends sent like two pictures in the thread of like him golfing, because he's all, he was at some tournament. Like he doesn't golf all right. the, like it's not like he's sending this shit all the time. And Nathan said he has like never had golf content before that. That was the he never looked it up that day because you know they they monitor searches. So if yeah. he had just looked it up, that made sense. But all he had received was this two pictures from his friend that he didn't even, like, engage with that just showed him golfing. That's weird. I think that's fucking weird. That is weird. And there was, um, so I get a lot of my conspiracy theories that I hear about from, like, Shane Dawson content. And he had something in the last six months where it was theories about our face, um, ID recognition whatever yeah on iphones i hate that shit his theory- i turned mine off i did too so i did I after i watched it. that video because he his theory which i don't even think they proved it was just a theory was they had looked up like tiktoks or instagrams like in the privacy agreement you all signed by using the app <laughs> um <laughs> he actually was reading it and one of the like words stated that they have access to like by you signing this it was, I don't know, but it was basically, like, visual, like, content. Like, face ID. Something alluding to that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I bet that while you're on their app, so, like, the Instagram Explore page, for example, it's tracking your eyes and what you're landing on, and, and then it starts showing you more of that. That was his theory. But he hmm. did end up proving, like, when they were looking up, like, if that would be a thing, yada, yada, to try to, like, prove it or not. There was proof that when you have the Face ID, like, on, no matter what app you're on, your phone and the Face ID technology, because it uses, like, infrared, I think, Mm -hmm. it will scan your face once every five seconds, no matter what app, no matter what you're doing. And I cared about that, not because of the privacy aspect, which should I mean, I guess concerned me a little bit, but like wouldn't have made me turn it off. <laughs> right. I turned it off because I have light sensitivity. And I was like, I can't believe this thing has been shining lasers into my eyes every five <laughs> seconds for who knows how long. <laughs> like, no wonder I get headaches all the fucking time. <laughs> so I turned it off for that. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, I definitely didn't turn mine off for privacy reasons. I use my phone like down on a table a lot so it just was very inconvenient for me to either have to look over it or pick up my phone so I turned it off for that reason I mean I do still use it though for like 
passwords or whatever. I do yeah. use it for that, but I don't use it to unlock my phone or anything, but that's so funny. Yeah, I turn it off. <laughs> I honestly, I'm not doing anything that I give a fuck if anybody's tracking me or watching what I'm doing. I don't give a damn. I don't care. Just don't take my money, please. Well, that's the thing. It's like the fact that they're using it to like profit off of us and like use against us in a way, like... That's what upsets me. It's not that I actually care that they see what I'm looking at because it's nothing. Like, I I don't right. fucking look up anything interesting. So, except dogs. Like, <laughs> um, I was just about to say, I look at a lot of dogs. Yeah, like, that's, that's about it. I don't, like, I don't care that they show me dog content because that actually is nice. But when they kind of utilize this shit to, like, sell you stuff and, like, that's where it's, like, you know, a little scammy, a little bit unfair. Like, people are susceptible to that. They use psychology to do it. Like, yeah. you know, that sucks, but I don't, like, care enough to stop doing I it. I just ignore that shit. <laughs> I just look at what I'm doing. I don't care. I'm not do- You're going to be very bored <laughs> if you're tracking me and watching me that much. I am, I am 70% in death, so <laughs> <laughs> go for it. All they'll see is you fucking comatose over there, dead. Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> They're like, what's anything, Maybe like try to find a way to make sure I'm okay. Like, Sometimes when I want my phone, like I always like make a joke about it. Like I see an ad I don't like, I'm like, I don't like that. I like hold my phone up. I'm like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> or like, I'm not into it. <laughs> You're wrong. Since I said you have narcolepsy, you can be like narcolepsy and it'll just start showing you like ads about it do i have narcolepsy how do i find out (laughs) like when they show videos of like the girlfriends like going past their like boyfriend's phones and they're like diamond ring (laughs) chocolate (laughs) therapy oh my god i should do that with therapy that's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so yeah that's my newest conspiracy they're fucking I looking at our texts. That's They're, wild. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's everything. Just accept it. Or get off. Honestly. You know, you gotta... Or get off. Yeah. Because usually the people who are complaining about it, guess where they're complaining about it on? <laughs> Social media. Oh, yeah. See, at so least like, I'm complaining <laughs> about it on a podcast. That's slightly better. Right. <laughs> it's all conspiracy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, if you haven't given us five stars on whatever platform you're listening, please go do that. Five stars only. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can do what you want, but like that would be appreciated. Anyway, please. If uh, you want to follow us on Instagram, we're on the same page. Dot pod. Boom. You can follow our personal accounts. I'm Shelby Singing with some underscores. Uh, you can find me probably through. The pod. On the same page, dot pod. Yeah. And yep. you can follow June at June all the time. Boom. And um, definitely follow us on Spotify or Apple, if that's a thing on there. Wherever you're listening. And Amazon Music. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever. Yeah. And if you um, want us to begin on Google, tell us, because, like, are you even on there? Do people do that? I don't know. Yeah. Or any platform that you might be on right. that we don't know about. But it's been fun. Had a good time with you guys today. Yeah. Let's um and our comfy little robes yes go put a robe on if you didn't at the beginning <laughs> yes that's the self-care i want yeah cozy robes so yeah well guys we'll catch you next time we hope that you are doing great over there we love you and we'll talk to you soon love you bye bye bye
I would probably kill myself. Don't. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I don't think I could live. I don't think I could live with the fact that I watched my best friend die or that <laughs> that you, you did die. die or <laughs> You just see me. You just know something's bad is happening. <laughs> I feel like you that's don't... worse. <laughs> I don't actually know that's that worse. But, but yeah, if you never came back... <laughs> You oh just my hear god! The dogs like barking in the background forever. Oh, that's fucked. Wow. That like hurt my heart. <laughs> that actually hurt my heart. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna move off that <laughs> topic. Have wow. we started yet? <laughs> okay. Worst case scenario over. Got it. 